What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Disney Plus Informer Podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 25 for the week of July 31st, 2022. I am your host, Justin Eddie, alongside my co-host, Michelle Beck. Hello. Hello, Michelle. Be sure to follow along each and every week as we keep you updated with all the information you need as we cover Disney+, Plus, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. Let's get it started. In case you missed it this week, uh, we have a recap of all the Marvel reveals from San Diego Comic-Con last week, and there were a lot of really big things there. Um, all three seasons of The Orville are coming to uh, Disney+, Plus in the United States, and the Disney+, Plus release date for FX's The Old Man has been announced for the UK and Ireland. We're going to discuss these stories, let you know what's new on Disney Plus this week, and also uh, bring you our top 10 posts for the week in our 10 and 10 News Blast segment where we fill you in on all the Disney Plus happenings in about 10 minutes. All this and more is coming at you next. Welcome, everyone. So good to be back after uh, our break last week while Michelle was very, very busy uh, trying to keep up with all the news that came out of Comic-Con. Why are you laughing? Because I, I witnessed <laughs> what, what you were doing. It, it was like your, your your hair was like all frazzled oh out. My like gosh, your eyes were it. wide. You're like, stop with the news. I can't keep up. It was... It was something to see, Liar. but uh, you did a very, very nice job keeping the website updated with all of uh, all of that as it was coming out because there was so much. Um, well, let's kick things off with what's new on Disney Plus this week. Uh, the highlights, which include the premieres of uh, the Disney Plus original series, High School Musical, The Musical, the series season three, uh, the six-part documentary series Light and Magic, on Hulu, another episode of American Horror Stories is now streaming. And then on Hulu and Disney Plus in the UK, Ireland, and Canada, the new film from Searchlight Pictures, Not Okay, starring Zoe, Zoe Deutsch, is now streaming, as well as season one of Santa Evita, along with episode six from season two of Only Murders in the Building, and episode nine of The Orville New Horizons on Disney Plus in the UK. All episodes of Under the Banner of Heaven are now streaming. Uh, that's starring Andrew Garfield and Daisy Edgar-Jones. We talked about that as it uh, was released on Hulu in the U.S. and really enjoyed that series. Uh, later, we are going to also give a review and discuss uh, the first episode of That Light and Magic, which was a pretty fascinating look at uh, how Industrial Light and Magic came to be. And then also the Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation, uh, which just began... Uh, or which, which actually begins streaming on August 5th. Uh, we had a uh, sneak peek at that, so we'll talk about that a little bit later. But up first, I'm out of breath, Michelle. All the Marvel reveals from San Diego Comic-Con. There were a lot. Fill us in. Okay. So, yeah, Kevin Fahey took the stage, and he gave us an update and announced plans for Phases 5 and 6 of the MCU. Um, I'm just going to do a brief highlight of all this stuff. So if you want to know more, you can go to DisneyPlusInformer.com. And we have articles on every single thing that I will talk about. So first up, we have She-Hulk Attorney at Law. We got a new poster and a new trailer. 
Um, we have that up on the website. The new trailer, actually, we see her uh, breaking the fourth wall, which was rumored about. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what that means, that means where they actually like turn to the camera and talk. Um, like, like acknowledging they do in the, the audience yeah. watching it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, we, got, we got our first look at that. Um, and then uh, Fahey announced that Phase 5 will kick off with Ant-Man and the Wasp. And or Quantumania, the the threequel. So we got a new poster for that, and um, that comes out on February seventeenth, twenty twenty three. That will be followed by Secret Evasion, which comes on Disney Plus in spring of twenty twenty three. Um, we don't know much about this, but Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn will reprise their roles as Nick Fury and Talos, um, respectively. And then after that, we have Guardians of the Galaxy, um, Volume 3. This comes out in theaters on May 5th, 2023. If you're in attendance at Comic-Con, you did get a sneak peek look at this, but that has not been made available to the public yet. James Gunn kind of addressed this and said the special effects just weren't quite there for repeated views and close inspection so that's common still for the rest of us we also got the um first trailer for black panther wakanda forever that's the sequel to black panther that comes in theaters on november 11th um this was set to I, i love this trailer and it was set to this song it's no woman no cry but it was performed by a nigerian artist thames um, shortly after they released the trailer, there is a three-song EP that's available with, with that song and two additional original songs that you can um, stream or download. Um, what do yeah, you think? I, I mean, I, I loved it. Yeah. I mean, knowing the uh, obviously with uh, Black Panther, um, you know, losing Chadwick Boseman mm-hmm. a year or so back due to to his cancer so tragically, uh, that. That song just playing, the really like it felt like very emotional, um, and it just like really like okay, like this is it's very is moving, yeah. yeah it, it's just like there's there's a lot of a lot of emotion, a lot of uh, just uh, I, I guess that's the word I'm looking for. It's just that there's a, a lot of emotion and, and depth, and, and just like uh, the hype's there, but there's also like a sadness to it or something. Yeah. I don't know, but it, it it really makes me want to check that out. Yeah. Um, uh, moving on, Echo. So uh, following the events of Hawkeye, Maya Lopez's ruthless behavior in New York City catches up with her in her hometown, streaming exclusively on Disney Plus in summer 2023. Also coming to Disney Plus in 2023 is season two of Loki. Um, we also got some information about Blade. So that's going to be arriving in um, theaters on November 3rd, 2023. This has uh, Moharshala Ali um, is going to be starring in that. We have a few other details about that if you, and filming updates if you want to check that out. He, he's the new Blade, right? Like mm-hmm. taking over the uh, the the role originally done by uh, Wesley Snipes. Yeah, this is like a reboot of the, yeah. yeah. Um, Then we have Ironheart. So in Ironheart, you meet Rory Williams. Um, We're first going to see her in Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and then she's going to get her own series 
uh, solo series that arrives on Disney Plus in fall 2023. Um, Agatha, Coven of Chaos. You might remember this was previously called House of Harkness. So now it's called Agatha, Coven of Chaos. That arrives in winter of 2023. Uh, one of my favorite announcements, Daredevil, Born Again. Yeah. Um, so the Man Without Fear returns with both Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio. Why do you say that like I can't do it? Because I could tell you were gonna have you were gonna struggle with it. <laughs> I and then did you're, it. You're like looking at me for the cue to say it, so you could be like, "Oh yes, yeah, I know." You knew how to say you were gonna run around. So they're gonna both reprise their roles as Matt Murdock and Wilson Fisk, respectively. This original series arrives spring 2024 on Disney Plus, and one of the amazing things this is gonna be 18 episodes, which is like a a lot for a Disney Plus series. I mean, most of these series we've uh, been seeing have been six episodes. I know She-Hulk's going to be I mean, longer, but... Most streaming seasons of, of anything these days are like in that 10 to 12 episodes. But uh, when a they lot were on Disney... Netflix, when, you know, those were longer seasons. Yeah. You know, like Daredevil. So, I mean, that that's the more the merrier for me. Absolutely. Uh, moving on, Captain America, New World Order. Uh, so Sam Wilson is the new man with a plan that arrives in theaters on May 3rd, 2024. Thunderbolts, an exciting new group of heroes that arrives in theaters on July 26, 2024. Fantastic Four. Um, this is Marvel's first family arrives in theaters on November 8th, 2024. Project Production kicks off next year for the feature film that introduces Marvel's most iconic family. I know a lot of people are hoping that we'd get some cast announcements or something for this. Um, uh, but maybe D23 Expo. It's we're going to get, yeah, we're going to, in September, we might get some more details about that. Um, Avengers The King Dynasty. Phase six of the Marvel Cinematic Universe promises compelling storytelling and continues in theaters May 2nd, 2025. Avengers Secret Wars, Marvel Studios signature style of adventure in theaters November 7th of 2025. Now we're going to move on to the Marvel Studios animation panel. Um, they start off with I Am Groot. That comes on Disney+. Plus. It's five animated animated shorts that comes on disney plus on august 10th they released the full-length trailer for that we have that up on the website if you want to take a look at that then they talked about spider-man freshman year so this is coming in 2024 to disney plus the animated series follows peter parker on his way to becoming spider-man in the mcu starting with his freshman year of high school of course Peter's journey in the series will be unlike anything we've ever seen in a style that celebrates the character's early comic book roots. So we kind of uh, were shown um, some cast of characters, uh, uh, the suit that was designed for the series. They got a preview for that. Um, during the panel, it was also announced that there is going to be a second season of this. Uh, it's going to be called Spider-Man Sophomore Year. It's cool what? that they already had that announced like, uh -huh. before the first one. So What If, the animated series What If. Uh, season 2 is going to be coming in 2023. Um, and we also found out that it's been renewed for a third season. Marvel Zombies, they really didn't uh, talk too much about that. Um, they did show some concept art of the show, but that's coming to Disney Plus in 2024. And then finally, X-Men 97. So this uh, arrives on Disney Plus in fall of 2023. 
The animated series will explore new stories in the iconic 90s timeline of the original series featuring beloved characters like Professor X, Wolverine, Cyclops, Jean Grey, Jubilee, Rogue, Storm, Gambit, Magneto, and more. Um, we also announced, uh, they also announced that it was renewed for season two. I'm really excited about that because I loved the like original X-Men uh, cartoon series when I was. Yeah. And age. you know, which is streaming on Disney plus now and uh, post panel, they announced that the animated series, uh, the episode order was adjusted to reflect the original story order. Hmm. Um, so it's less confusing now if you try to watch it on Disney plus. I'm sure so. I would still get pretty confused because I'm easily confused. But um, yeah. What are we doing right now? Huh? Nothing. It's a joke. <laughs> Go ahead. That's it. I'm done. Oh, okay. At least for the Marvel stuff. That was a lot of stuff. Like I like I said, that was it was crazy just how much uh, in in one weekend that they could just throw out there. I, I think like big surprises were the the two Avengers movies. Um, Coming yeah. out. I mean, no surprise that they're going to do that, but just like they're getting too like. I think close they just kind of like threw everything out there, like an outline of everything, and we're going to hear like more of the more of the meaty stuff at D two three. I wonder how like they always like throw out this is this is the plan, this is what we're going to do, and like these are when we plan on releasing all these. I wonder how like they're pretty good at sticking with the timelines of of when they say that those are going to go out. It's just amazing to me that they could have all these different stories and and things in production and and hit those dates yeah. that they say like this is when we're going to do it. It's just it's so much work that goes into it. It's really amazing to follow. Uh up next, all 3 seasons of The Orville are coming to Disney Plus in the United States. Uh this announcement was made during the Orville panel at Comic-Con. So when are those going to be available? Yeah, they're coming to Disney Plus on August 10th. That's all 3 seasons. Um, so Seth MacFarlane made a video announcement. Uh, we have that up on the website if you want to take a look at that. Um, one of the th- rumors that's kind of going around is that the show's been canceled and it's not coming back from season four. It has not been canceled, but it also has not been renewed for season four. So we don't know yet. I know I'm a fan. I hope it comes back. Um, I think it's a bit, it's a bit uneven, but the, the episode's like the the better episodes are really really good. Sometimes it drags a little bit for me, but overall I do really. I like know the there show. is a couple episodes where I'm like, what? The editor take a vacation? Like they just they seem like unnecessarily long. Some some of these uh, New Horizons ones are, are but, a little lengthy, but uh, it, the still, better episodes are are really really uh, good. They they remind me of the best of, of some. I, I always used to like like Star Trek: The Next Generation. And some it's of like those a mix of like are... yeah, Star Trek, Tron, um, Star Wars. It's like I don't. Yeah, it's it, just it, like a mix of everything that's it, good. It takes some of like the best parts of, of those types of uh, series and universes and kind of melds them together in its own thing. But yeah, when it's good, it's really, really good, mm-hmm. and I, I really get invested in those characters, and I do really like the special effects. They're 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 a so little much better this season. They're too. they're really well done, but there's like almost like a. a it is like a futuristic cartoony quality to a lot of it and it's just like it's it's a little different than what you might see in like uh in like other space type shows like a like a star wars or whatever the way they're done they're just there's it's got its own unique look and i love it 
Yeah. But uh, until they come on Disney Plus, you can find them on Hulu in the United States too. I still haven't watched all of the first. I, I, I've been watching all of New Horizons, but I've not seen like some of the older ones. So I still need to go back and do that. So once they're on uh, Disney Plus, I probably will. Because on Hulu, I'm watching that with ads. So mm. yeah, I'm, I'm a ad. Time for the upgrade. I'm an ad supported peasant <laughs> when it comes to Hulu. Uh, finally, the Disney Plus release date for FX's The Old Man has been announced for the UK and Ireland and I believe also Canada, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a show that I've really enjoyed. I know you liked it. Yeah. Uh, pretty popular. They renewed it for a second season. So uh, what, are, what are the details on this? Okay, so season one of The Old Man will begin streaming on Disney Plus in the UK and Ireland on Wednesday, September 28th with the first two episodes. New episodes will then release weekly after. The series will be coming to Disney Plus in Canada on Wednesday, August 17th. Of course, the show is streaming uh, right now on Hulu in the US and also on Disney Plus in Australia and New Zealand. You're right, this was, uh, you know, John Lithgow, Jeff Bridges... Um, sometimes it can be kind of heavy on the dialogue, uh, you know, but, um, it's a show you really have to pay attention to because it jumps back and forth a little bit and there's, yeah, I don't like the timeline jumps. Sometimes I find that a little confusing and maybe even a little boring, but, um, overall I love the show. It takes a lot of twists and turns and some unexpected, um, thriller, good story, some twists and turns and, uh. It, it, I just I, I love Jeff Bridges and John mm-hmm. Lithgow so they, and together together they they're, they're even just, better. They're, John Lithgow when he he's in dramatic roles is he's just great. I can't say enough good things about him. As a reminder, you can find all of these articles that we've talked about and everything else that we're going to talk about today on our website, which is DisneyPlusInformer.com. I'm almost out of breath, but I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead. I'll take a deep breath, and let's go right into the News Blast segment. Michelle, go first. <sighs> so David Krumholtz is set to to reprise the role of beloved character Bernard the Elf in the upcoming Disney Plus original series of Santa Clauses. So Krumholtz first appeared as the head elf Bernard in the 1994 film, and then he returned for the sequel in 2002. I had no idea He's got like this huge fan base, or at least Bernard the Elf does. Like, so when they originally announced the series, I was like, "Where's Bernard the Elf?" You know, like they didn't announce him coming back. And Tim Allen actually just took to Twitter recently and said that he was like waiting in the fall to surprise everybody with his. And the press found out and it leaked ahead of time. So anyway, so yay, he's back. Um, Tim Allen and Elizabeth Mitchell reprise their roles as Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. We do not have a release date for this yet, but I'm thinking on Disney Plus Day is probably when we'll get that. Um, Disney Plus Day is September 8th. I'm thinking they'll probably announce a release date then. It's coming out this year? That's what we're thinking, yeah. They've already wrapped filming, so. Book it for right around Thanksgiving to start. That's my Mm, guess. You think so? Yeah, why not? I don't know. He's really got groupies? Bernard the Elf? I didn't say groupies. I said fans. There's a difference. Okay. 
Uh, according to De- according to Deadline, Disney Plus's UK original series Wedding Season is going to premiere on Disney Plus globally on Hulu in the US and on Star Plus in Latin America on Thursday, September 8th, 2022, Disney Plus Day. Uh, a genre-busting escapist romance about two people who shouldn't be together but who can't stay away from one another. The series follows Katie, a picture-perfect bride who we meet on her wedding day surrounded by the dead bodies of her new husband and every member of his family. In the romantic action comedy thriller Gavin Dre, uh, stars opposite Rosa Salazar as her on-again, off-again lover Stefan, Salazar stars as Katie. Jade Harrison and Jamie Michi star as measured DCI Mets and volatile D.I. Donahue, the police detectives charged with investigating the murders of Katie's husband and his family. In addition to Drake, Hallie Cook, uh, Bob Josie, Ayana Kimbuk, and Omar Baroud join as Stefan's close-knit group of friends who together are navigating the wedding season summer packed with a seemingly never-ending procession of engagement drinks, stag do's, hen do's, and weddings. George Webster stars as Hugo Delaney, Katie's husband. This eight-part genre-busting marriage murder series is being created by the Salisbury Poisonings producer, Dancing Ledge Productions and Emily in Paris producer Jax Media. So uh, that sounds kind of cool. So we already know that filming is currently underway on the Disney Plus original series Percy Jackson Olympians. Um, Rick Reardon, who is the author of the best selling book series, he's really good about keeping his fans up to date on his blog. Um, originally, he kind of suggested that this series might arrive on Disney Plus perhaps in late 2023 but recently he updated his blog he was like talking about the whole filming process and everything that has to go into this and now he's kind of making it seem like we might not see this series till 2024 because of all the elaborate work that has to be done like all the special effects and everything like that so, um, you know, you can go to our website and read exactly. We took excerpts from his blog and you can read about that. But um, I'm looking forward to it. We've got an Aragon live action TV series reportedly in early development at Disney+. Variety has reported that the series would be based on Christopher Paulini's young adult novel series, The Inheritance Cycle, with Aragon being the first of the four books in that series. The Inheritance Cycle tells the story of a farm boy named Aragon who discovers an egg that hatches into a dragon he names Sephira. Through their bond and the help of his mentor Brahm, Aragon learns to be a dragon rider, an ancient order that had long been thought to be wiped out by the evil king Galbatorix. Galbatorix, Aragon and Sephira set out to defeat Galbatorix and free the land of Alagazia from his tyranny. Hope I didn't mispronounce that because I know this no, is a pretty I know that's a pretty big series and anyone that would be like that knows all about it would be like, What are you doing? You murdered the words. <laughs> uh, should the series move forward, sources say Paulini will serve as co writer on the series. Bert Salki will executive produce under his collab twenty one banner with twentieth television producing. Salk is currently under an overall deal with Disney Television Studios, of which 20th TV is a part. 
Disney Plus is developing a new series based on the true story of the football team from the California School for the Deaf Riverside. Troy Serfum, who is from CODA, will reportedly star in the series and play the team's coach. So Ron Shelton is attached to direct the pilot and executive produce, as well as write the pilot along with Ben Shelton, who will write and executive produce. Kevin Falls will executive produce and serve as showrunner, and then Kotsur will also executive produce the project with his CODA co-star Marley Matlin. Diego Luna and Gail Garcia Bernal are set to star in Searchlight Television's Spanish-language boxing limited series for, for Hulu. Uh, this drama series is going to be titled La Maquina uh, and will be produced by the two under their La Corriente del Golfo banner. Uh, it follows an aging boxer, played by Garcia Bernal, whose crafty manager, played by Luna, secures him one last shot at a title, but to make it to the fight night, uh, they must navigate a mysterious underworld force. Gabriel Ripstein will direct the entire series on a script from writer Marco Ramirez from Daredevil. Uh, Marco Ramirez will also serve as the showrunner for this show, so a lot of talent there that might be worth checking out. So we're talking about the Black Panther Wakanda Forever teaser trailer, and reportedly it reached 172 million views in its first 24 hours. So that makes it one of the top trailer launches of all time. And do you know what the most watched one was? Um, Spider-Man? Yeah, No Way Home. No Way Home. That had 355 and a half million views. That's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. And then just for comparison, 2017th Black, uh, Black Panther, that reached 88 million views. So quite a bit more. The teaser also fired up social media with topics relating to Black Panther garnering over 893,000 mentions. So... As I said before, you can watch the teaser trailer on the website, and that arrives in theaters on November 11th. Nice. Uh, Dustin Daniel Critton has been tapped to direct Marvel Studios' Avengers Kang Dynasty. Uh, the film was obviously just announced last weekend uh, at Comic-Con. According to Deadline, the studio will now look to add a writer to the project as meetings are currently underway. Uh, not much is known about this sequel other than it's going to focus on Marvel's new main villain, Kang, played by Jonathan Majors. Uh, this film is slated to hit theaters May 2nd, 2025, and is going to be part of Phase 6 of the MCU. Uh, Creighton uh, previously helmed Marvel's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings and is currently working on a sequel for the studio. Uh, the director is also working on a live-action Disney Plus series featuring Wonder Man that he will executive produce and possibly direct an episode or more. Uh, also signed to an overall deal with Marvel Studios and Onyx Collective in uh, late 2021. Disney Pixar's Lightyear will be available on all major digital platforms on August 3rd and on DVD, Blu-ray, and 4K UHD on September 13th. Uh, the film will also was previously announced to arrive on Disney Plus on Wednesday, August 3rd. What's that, about like seven weeks or something from when it was released in, in theater, something like it's that? It's really short now. I feel like you just like blink and it's, you know. I still remember being a kid and something would come out in the theater and you'd have to wait like a year for it to come out on VHS. Mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing these days how quickly they get those out. 
Uh, finally, for me, according to a new report from the Illuminati, we may know what character Olivia Coleman is going to play in Marvel's upcoming Disney Plus original series, Secret Invasion. According to their sources, Coleman will take on Fallsworth, a.k.a. Union Jack. In the comics, the current Union Jack, Joseph Chapman, uh, was involved in the fight against the Skrulls, along with a number of other UK heroes. The outlet further reports or points out that there have been three Union Jacks in the comics, James Montgomery Fallsworth, his son Brian Fallsworth, and Joseph Chapman, a friend of James' grandson and Brian's nephew. James Montgomery Fallsworth has already technically been in the MCU as a member of Steve Rogers' Howling Commandos, although whether or not this will play into Union Jack's storyline in Secret Invasion remains to be seen. As always, since nothing has been confirmed by Marvel or Disney, this is nothing but a rumor for now. <sighs> Out of breath again. Gotta get in better shape. Uh, finally, this week, let's talk about, since we're done with the news, let's talk about what we have been watching this last week. Uh, we've got the first episode of Lucasfilm's Light and Magic, and then we also checked out a, uh, uh, I guess you, we had a screener or advance uh, copy or ability to watch uh, the Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. And which one do you want to talk about Let's first? Let's do Light and Magic first. Light and Magic. First episode. This was really cool. It shows like how Industrial Light and Magic came to be and how it was basically created because there was a vision for these this movie and they needed a way to make it happen, right? Absolutely. So... Let me, I'll read the little brief summary okay. first and then we'll talk about it. So, granted unparalleled access, Academy Award nominated filmmaker Lawrence Kasdan takes viewers on an adventure behind the curtain of industrial light and magic and special visual effects, animation, and virtual production division of Lucasfilm. Learn about the pioneers of modern filmmaking whose work inspired the entire industry of visual effects as we go on a journey to see George Lucas's vision brought to life this is six episodes total we unfortunately only just got to watch the first one and that's partly because i lost internet access the week because my neighbors got a fence and they cut my internet line <laughs> it was without internet for two days are you okay because that sounds <laughs> I'm very slowly getting better it was kind of traumatizing do you need um... to talk about it or... <laughs> so anyway so i i I only watched the first episode, so we're just going to base it off that. But um, this was really fascinating. Um, I love seeing these, like, original pioneers, and these guys are just geniuses, really. I mean, you see, like, this is, like, where everything originated from, and you kind of see, like, these – what these guys did like their first films and everything and how they tried to do these special effects and, it, it may not um, seem like much when you look at special effects in movies these days where everything's done with you know the green screens and and, and computer animated you mm -hmm. know special effects after but you know outside of some some camera trickery and whatnot like films back in the day like they they really didn't push the envelope in yeah. the special effects and, and you know, George Lucas had this vision for Star Wars, but they didn't they didn't know how to do it because no one had done anything like that before at the time. So like they had to create you know, they they had to figure this out on the fly and 
what's really cool is how they started this. And they're like, they just reached out to like basically one person initially is like, oh, I know somebody. Oh, I know somebody. It, it, and just kind of snowballed from it, there. It, it where... all came from like friends of friends or yeah. people that were in school with each other or whatever. Oh, I know this guy that yeah. does this. Oh, I know this guy that does this. And the way that that all came together to, to form what became Industrial Light and Magic <laughs> that, that became... You know, when they were when they were doing this, this was just for some weird movie that they didn't know if it was even going to become anything at all. Mm-hmm. They were just trying to like you know figure out ways to to make this movie happen, and then that became Star Wars. It's just it that can't happen, but it did, and it, that's what's really fascinating about yeah. this series, and definitely what's what wor- what makes it worth checking out, and just to see where these guys came from and and how they they tackled the, the problems of the day to, to make these movies. And I feel like, I mean, we were only able to watch the first episode, but I feel like they're just going to get better as they move on and progress and they show stuff, you know, like uh, from the films that they worked on and everything. Um, but because I'm just basing this off the first episode, I will give this a seven and a half. Yeah, I, I, I give it, I give it an eight based off of just the showing, like, there, there's nothing about it like that says you have to watch this because it's gonna blow your mind. It's just it's a really cool story to see how all that came. So, uh, it's I guarantee it's not gonna be for everyone. You know, Star Wars fans obviously would be interested in seeing a lot of this. It's even even for a Star Wars fan, it might not be for everyone. But if you're interested in how that happened in, in the in the content of, of of the creation of star wars then it's it's a solid eight for me and at least for the first episode and I, i'll definitely eventually check out uh, all the other ones it's, it's not something that I, I feel like i'm gonna have to make sure i binge watch all of them back to back like you know immediately but i'll get through them all eventually and i think it's worth uh worth anyone's time that's a casual star wars fan even so eight for me okay Uh, That's it for Lucasfilm's Light and Magic. Let's move on to Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. Now this, I'm not a huge fan of the the Lego movies or or shorts or whatever. I find them more just like a a time waster generally than anything that I'm like hugely interested in. But they're always kind of cute and full of surprises. And what, what I think is really cool about this Star Wars one is just how many Star Wars characters got thrown into it. And yeah, I, I almost think everybody. It, every, right? Everyone's there. It, like there's there's great representation across the Star Wars universe. So that's uh, that's what I immediately noticed and focused on. I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I would kind of like not pay attention to exactly what was happening, but I'd be like, oh well, there's BB-8 with his cucumber on his eye socket or whatever that was pretty funny okay so here's my little summary so finn has arranged a surprise vacation for his friends aboard the galactic star cruiser the halcyon but finn's plans quickly go awry when he's separated from the group alone on board the halcyon finn encounters three four spirits obi-wan kenobi anakin skywalker and princess leia who each share their own unexpected stories of vacations gone wrong. So this is, they've had uh, previous installments of these Lego Star Wars specials. We had Terrifying Tales uh, last year, like around Halloween time. Uh, we had the holiday special. Um, this is about 45 minutes long. 
I like these. I think they're just lighthearted. They're goofy. They're silly. Um, we see our favorite Star Wars characters and they can do so many other things and make them silly and um, be funny with them. And we get to see them in an all new light. So like you said, you we got to see BB-8 and C-3PO at like a resort spa and C-3PO's got his little plush robe on and BB-8's got his cucumber on his eye. Or yeah. We can see uh, Emperor and uh, Darth Vader playing beach volleyball or Obi-Wan Kenobi doing karaoke. So It's I think silly. It's it, lighthearted. Yeah. Uh, it, it's fun. Like I, you, you're not watching that for for the story at, no. at all. It's the the story is in a in a Lego Star Wars uh, special like that is nothing more than a a vessel to show all the characters and just have them be in absurd situations. Is this a must watch? No. no, but you're. I feel like it's fine. Put it on. You're not going to be too disappointed. It, it, it's a it's there. a great way to to kill 45 minutes if you if you. Or a Star Wars fan, or a Lego fan, or or whatever, you you're probably gonna like it. Uh, it it's a solid uh, six and a half for me out out of ten. I'm going seven. Uh, you know, there there were a couple of of, of moderately humorous parts where I, I chuckled. Yeah. So, uh, it, you know, that, that that's worth forty five minutes of my time. I agree. So yeah, the 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 BB eight with with his cucumber slice on, on his eye was, was <laughs> I I just like. That, that was the, the whole thing for me. I thought that was really, really funny. So that is going to do it for our episode this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Please come back next week for our next episode. Uh, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. We would totally appreciate that. Be sure once again to visit our website, DisneyPlusInformer.com. That's where you find all the latest news, rumors, reviews, release schedules, and more. You can email us at podcast at DisneyPlusInformer.com. And then you can also follow us on Twitter. That's at MoreDisneyPlus. You're spelling out the plus all these times, whether you're going on Twitter or emailing or going to the website. More Disney Plus Twitter. Check it out. Uh, stop by and visit our Facebook page, too. We'd love to see you there. We're going to get out of here. So thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time. And see you later. Bye. Bye.